Hello. Hi. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Wanna Match Podcast. Yeah, episode 15, which feels like a little milestone a little bit. I know. And I really like mine that I did today. It's not... You'll see. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about mine, but we'll also see about that. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, uh, my name's Emily. Yeah, and I'm Sydney, and we are the hosts of Wanna Match Podcast, a podcast where we come together each week and we talk about a topic we researched after we match. Sorry, that's definitely getting edited out, but I just literally screamed into the mic. Yeah, and I, of course, don't have editing in real time, so I had to listen to it, so you guys are lucky. I just had to test it. I had to test it. Uh, Okay. Rose and Bud, Rose and Bud, Rose and Bud at lunch. (laughs) I'm ready. Okay, you go first then, Um, My rose, where's my phone? I have to show you a picture of it. I'll post it on the Instagram too. But my rose is that this morning I got up so early to take Nala, um, my dog, to get groomed. And my, the groomer that we go to, like, paints her nails and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and she sets up these, like, little photo shoots for her. It's so and, extra. It's so yeah, funny. it's so extra, but I fucking love it. Yeah, it's like, you. why wouldn't you love that? Yeah. And my mom, who will listen to this, has been on my case about, like, getting her to cut too short. Because we live in a Midwestern state, so we feel the cold for sure yeah and she my mom is like she's so cold and we're not putting a jacket on her and she just looks cuter when she's fluffy so i kept her like a very similar length but look at this picture that she sent me (gasps) oh she's literally the sweetest little bean okay this picture will be on the social media and in the show notes yeah you can check out at wanna mat at wanna match pod on all social medias Emily. I, I know. Are you fucking kidding? You need to get... Okay, so in this one, she's in, like, antler ears. <laughs> yeah. And you need to get a pair of those for, like, our house because what I the fuck? I think they have a pair of those. Oh, that would be so cute. Yeah, and she, they, wore those. She, she makes, like... The groomer makes, like, handmade bows <laughs> and, like, stuff like that and puts them on, like, barrettes and stuff like that. So she, like, really goes all out for the fucking animals that she grooms. Yeah. But... It's her passion, it sounds like. It's literally so cute. And, like, I have a Harry Potter themed one. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Someday you'll have to post, like, just a, um... I have Nala her through the ages. I know the little like outfits she's been in. Yeah, I have her like Fourth of July. I have <laughs> her like in an Easter Bunny costume. <laughs> like it's so cute. Oh, I wish everyone who listens to this podcast <laughs> could meet Nala because if you like met her, you would understand why this is actually the cutest thing ever because yeah. it just matches Nala's. But Nala is like the sweetest little dog ever, and like. So she just, like, sits through all of yeah, it. Like and she, she will just let you do whatever you want to her. And she probably literally just sits there and just lets her just, like, yeah, yeah you want to put antlers on me? <laughs> of course. Yeah, this is probably, like, your um, dog groomer's, like, favorite fucking client, yeah. is Nala. Yeah, she has, like, a little bit of anxiety when I leave, but I think that she probably settles down. And she's just a floof ball now, so she's so cute. And I'll put it on the socials. Um, Go ahead for your rose. Um, my rose is what my bud was last week which was we had friendsgiving at our house yeah and it was so it was just like a perfect little night yeah it was great i got to like talk to people i got to eat some yummy food i did make a pie that i did burn but like we're not gonna talk about that um yeah it was just a really nice you also made bomb mashed potatoes yeah guys if you want to make the best mashed potatoes on the planet Get a little, maybe match with your friends. Yeah. Then go make the mashed potatoes. They will taste 
a thousand times better, and I think it's because I, like, tripled the amount of butter that you're supposed to put in there. Yeah, it but doesn't matter to me. No, no, calories do not matter on Thanksgiving. They don't matter. Well, we're all about body positivity here. Yes, we are. Um, okay. Your bud. My bud, um, I am actually looking forward to it being December. Okay. I know, like... November was really fun for me when I was in school because it was like no school November and you got a bunch of time off. You remember that? No. <laughs> I just made like a weird face because I don't fucking remember that at all. Well, Maybe like, my school is different. Well, I just remember like parent-teacher conferences in, were in November and like then you had Thanksgiving oh, break. we did that in had... October. Okay, so at my school we had like it was more fun for me because I feel like the month like... I don't know. This is just kind of like a weird month for me because I'm a big Christmas bitch and yeah. a big Halloween bitch. But um, I'm excited for it to be December. Like I have some fun stuff coming up for MED and for family stuff. And I'm just really excited. Yeah, that is exciting. My bud is Thanksgiving. Which yeah. I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Um, I'm looking forward to just going home and devouring some more mashed potatoes like I feel like Friendsgiving was just like a little peek into my Thanksgiving and I actually got some like interesting news about my Thanksgiving plans that like actually end up working out a lot better for me like they've changed and now I don't have to drive as far I am spending it with people that I actually like a little bit better so (laughs) I actually am like getting really excited for Thanksgiving yeah yeah, and I'm working a bunch this weekend, so I'm, like, looking forward to just making money. And, and working with me. Yeah, and working with you. And, yeah. Okay, so should we get into topics for this yeah, week? Yeah, I go first. Yes. Um, I am doing, it's not, like, a fun topic, but I wanted to do research about it. Um, I'm doing the BP oil spill. Oh, wow. Wait, I'm actually, like, really excited to hear about this. Yeah. Because the BP oil spill happened in, like, you're going to say the exact date, but I'm going to guess probably, what, like, 2009? 2010. Yeah, so we were like alive, but we were I we were in elementary school. No. In 2010? Or middle school? In 2010, yeah, middle school. I think school. I was in elementary school and you were in Also, my elementary school went to sixth grade. Oh, okay. So I think that's why. Yeah, I was in middle school. So yeah. I, I wasn't necessarily paying attention to a lot of like the. Right, I didn't really impacts. get like the details of it. Like yeah. I knew it, ha- it's one of those things where like you know what happens and like you know that everyone's talking about it mm-hmm. and you can tell that it's like a negative thing, but like you don't really know. Yeah, yeah. so I'm doing that. I'm doing, um, like, you'll see what happened and, like, its impacts and that kind of thing. Like, the actual, like, logistics of what happened, so. Yeah, okay, so I am doing um, another geological phenomenon, and it is known as Mel's Hole. Perfect. A hole. A hole. I'm going to try not to make hole jokes (laughs) during this thing, but I'm going to make at least one hole joke. Perfect. I can't wait. Um, Yeah. I'm going to keep it mysterious because it's a mysterious topic. We're doing kind of another conspiracy theory this week. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I know you haven't. I hadn't heard of it until this morning when I started researching it. So Perfect. Yeah, but Emily, do you want to go match? I would love to go match. Google, we got to talk <laughs> about Google Slides. Okay, Okay, everyone. let's probably get it up on something, right? So everybody get it up on something. Uh hey. <laughs> okay, we're back. Deep water horizon oil spill. This is like your sixth grade book report you're just reusing. Yep. I'm doing my report on the deep water horizon <laughs> oil spill. And it's called that because every time I looked up BP oil spill, it was this is actually what it's technically called. They're like the name is actually this. Well, I'll on tell every you. fucking article. Yeah, I'll tell you why. 
Um, okay. Because it wasn't BP? No, it was BP. Just wait. So what the fuck? Call those fuckers out. I agree with you. Fuck you, BP. I introduced it as BP, but this is... I know. I know. I know. I'm just passionate. <laughs> I fucking hate you, BP. Now, I still don't go to BP gas stations. Really? I think that's the impact the BP oil spill had on a lot of our generation. Yeah. Like, we don't know actually go- what happened, but we will not fucking go to BP. I will go to any gas station, truly. And when I'm forced to it- use... This is, like, kind of sad, but when I am forced to use BP, like, if I need to fill up my gas tank, um, I actually like the gas. It, like, is pretty good gas. Like, you know how some yeah. gases make your car drive better than others? Um, I haven't actually noticed that, but... Really? No. I, like, notice that if I use, like, different versions of gas. But don't... The, I know there's a lot of receipts on my desk, <laughs> but you cannot just have... I don't even notice I'm doing it, bro. <laughs> okay. Take that out of my sight. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um... Does anyone else notice that? That, like, when you put different gas in your car, it, like, affects the way that it drives? I don't know because I, like, I don't, I didn't go to BP for a while because I was like, they in the fucking car. Yeah, that's how I still feel. Like, um, no, fuck you. But in my head, like, all oil companies are kind of among, like, them, they're a tier of their own in terms of, like, environmental impacts and, like, yeah, like, no oil is good oil. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I'm saying it's literally how your car drives. Yeah. Like, I don't, do you feel No, I don't really, no. Oh. I, I, does anyone else feel that? <laughs> like, I hate mobile gas. It, like, makes my car drive clunky. Really? Yeah. I f- drip gas is fine. Do I need to cut that? Yep. I'm going to believe that. The, like, local big gas station is, like, fine, and that's where I like to go the best. Um, but, but mobile like- gas, or BP gas is, like, my favorite gas. Really? So when you go, okay. So it's, like, a struggle for me not to go there, but I still, like, choo- would choose the big name gas retailer over bp yeah or like the locally known one honestly so would i i would rather choose the lo- like i would rather choose the like every i feel like every area has like a gas station that is like local to them but like a chain yeah that's like what we're talking about if you're from where we're from if you're yeah, from yeah. our part of the midwest you go everyone goes to this gas station yeah it's like the wawa of the midwest i don't know what wawa is. Okay. really no yeah i don't okay so doesn't matter. Don't That's explain. Started this do do not explain it to me. Um, okay, so rigs are owned by like huge oil rigging companies, and then um, <laughs> gas. The rig is the boat. Yes. Yeah, okay. you'll see a picture of it. Um, an oil rig is owned by a company, and then gas, like the gas industry, and like huge. Like BP, Mobile, like all those people lease out the rigs so that all of the product coming out goes to, is like distributed to BPs. Oh. So like. But they don't actually, they're not the ones so setting up the rig. No. They're just leasing the gas that comes from it. Yeah. So like an oil rig worker, I don't think would be called like a BP worker. Oh. Technically. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong on that, but. I think people who do that make like a lot of money. Yeah. Well, it's really dangerous. And yeah, it is really dangerous. And you like go like for like a long time. I I got on like oil rig wife TikTok. Really? Where like it's like all about these these women. It's like a whole like community of women whose husband. It's almost like military wives, but like oil rig wives. Yeah, yeah. They're like line workers. So they like understand each other's yeah things. Yeah, it's like cool, but also it's like a really dangerous. Okay, so this particular oil rig is owned by Transocean and it's leased by BP. At this time or like no like. 
I mean, it's no... Okay. But, like, its creation was for BP to eventually lease it. Okay. okay. So, um, this is, like, where it's stationed, right here in the Gulf yeah. of Mexico. So, it's, like, right off of, um, Louisiana, like, this kind of, like, bay, and then it's, like, all this shit is over yeah. here. Um, and that's kind of what it looks like. So... They don't have a lot of before pictures, but they have a lot of after pictures. This is a dumb fucking question, but when people are working on those, they only go out there for the day, right? And then they come back in? I am not sure. Or are sure. there, like, rooms in there where people, like, sleep and shit? I'm not sure. This is huge. Though. Yeah, it's, like, gigantic. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, I don't know. But it doesn't really look like there's, like, rooms, unless they're in this, unless, like, the like, legs or something. Well, or in, like, this. Yeah. Because I think it just comes up into this. It's like a drill, right? With yeah. With like a pipe, a hose yeah, a, connected. A pipe down to like the oil floor. And this one <laughs> extends approximately 5,000 feet into the um, below sea level. Wow. Um, And 18,000 feet into rock. Wow. So it's like, fuck, they're like deep to get oil. Yeah, that's obviously. really deep. I'm glad that you um, are talking about depths in this episode, in this part of the episode, because mine is all about a hole, so it's all about depth. Perfect. So we already have some background information on, like, large depth. Okay, yeah. So it's a fuck... That's really deep. It's really fucking deep. So you'd see it's not, like, in the middle of the fucking ocean, but it's far enough out, like, off of land where Mm -hmm. it's, it's, like, in not super deep water, but deep enough. Yeah. Like, there's definitely in the Gulf of Mexico deeper water out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, they had recently st- installed a bunch of concrete in ol- in order to, like, seal the well so that another, like, leased company could come and tap it later. Oh, so they're almost done. They're probably, they're, like, shipping out? Yeah, well, it's, like, a temporary, like, so they can slow the oil into, like, I don't think that they were moving this at all. Like, I think it was going to continue to, like, suck oil out. But, like, I think they were going to slow production of it. Okay. So, either way, they install concrete down, like, toward, like, to seal the well. Yeah. Into the ground. Well, where they'll have to, like, remove the concrete for the oil to come back up. And a bunch of natural gas broke through the concrete and sent concrete and um hot like core air from like the fucking mantle of the earth um through i guess i don't know if it's the mantle but you know what i mean like yeah i don't know the layers the crust or whatever the we're not geologists on this pod so it's hot gas from (coughs) it always freaks me out like i don't you never think of gas being inside of a liquid but a gas can travel through a liquid just like it can through a yeah that another gas you know well and it's inside the pipes Right, but, like, the gas, like, there's also gas coming through, like, the fucking ocean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, no, yeah. it's coming from, like, the ocean floor, but it's traveling through, like. Through the pipe. Because the pipe, but then it eventually yeah. it travels through the water, like, the liquid. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it breaks through the concrete seal, and it sends concrete all the way up and, like, explodes this part that what? holds all the oil. Oh, or, shit. Like, explodes this part that, like is, like, the manning of the ship, okay? I thought that it was, like, leaking. Yeah, just wait. Okay. So, um... I just have these visions in my head of, like, just oil spilling out, like, of the pipe. They have, like, footage of it. Yeah, yeah, just wait. Yeah. Oh, Okay, wow. so they it sent a bunch of... That's really scary. Yeah. It sent a bunch of... Like, think about how big these f- boats are. Right. 
Like, those are like, that is, boats. yeah, and there's fucking 10 of them pointed at this fire. So it blew up that part because it's hot gas on a thing that's picking up oil and concrete shards. And it just blew this fucking thing up. I'm confused. Are you, aren't you not supposed to put water on a grease fire? Um, so this is, or is that like, is there like a chemical in it or something? There might be a dispersant in that, yeah. But, Maybe um, it's different if it's like a lot of. I don't. I'm not claiming to know anything about yeah. firefighting. Well, I don't know. Just... I don't know um, if like this fire is due to the oil or the or like the hot gas. Yeah, because the the hot gas at how far how fast it was traveling ignited. Oh my god! So That's that scary. gas is what is actually on fire. The oil's not on fire. Obviously, oil can be, be on, on fire, fire, but. So, the rigs take it out and directly into... Right, also you're sitting in the water, so it's like, why not just fucking... Yeah, exactly. So, this is what's on fire. Like, the water was not on fire. The, and the water might actually, like, suffocate it. Yeah. So... I don't know anything that I'm completely talking out of my ass. That's not <laughs> true. The... Either way, consult your local fireman yeah, about fire safety. Yeah, if you have questions safety. about fire, like, do not take anything I say for granted. Or, like, as actual knowledge. Um... So, it, the explosion instantly kill, like, killed 11 workers. Oh, wow. So, there were people working on it yeah. at the time. Yeah. I was kind of wondering if maybe they just have to set it up and then it, like... No, it's not, no, like... Like, you have like to manned. fucking... Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and then it injured another 17. Wow. That's really sad. Um, so, the br- rig is, like, in this part, you can kind of see it, is breaking apart and it starts to sink and, like lose its position and if it's you know like it i don't know exactly how it's anchored into the water or like how it stays there but a large part of it is like depending on this pipe that is into an oil well in the ground and so it's starting to turn and the um because of like the internal damage to the whole system basically yeah yeah so it's like basically breaking the foundation yeah And without any pressure or anywhere for the oil to go, um, it, like, broke the rig out uh-huh. as it's capsizing, and the oil just starts to spill into the Gulf of Mexico. This is... Cr- I'm, like, completely, like, enamored by this story. Yeah. This is, like... Cra- I've never heard this, and it's very crazy. So, like, what I'm saying is, like... And that's, like, terrifying. And this is, like... I think sometimes we take for granted about how dangerous shit can be. Yeah. And this is another one of those moments where, like, this is a really dangerous thing to be doing. So, like, there was enough pipe there to have it just keep spilling up and out, you know? Right. But this is, like, cracked off. Right. You know so now it has nowhere to go but into the... But into the ocean. Yeah. Um, it's... It... I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I think sometimes as human beings, we really take for granted how big the Earth is and how powerful... Yeah. It is. Like, we are simply a spe- speck of dust, like, yes. in the universe. And, like... You can't take that shit for granted. Like, it seems like we've conquered all these things, but in, in one second, like, yeah. it this can always like, be fucking done. Okay, so, um, yeah, exactly. And you'll see that this could have been, like, people overlooking stuff. It could have been, like, you know, just a freak accident. And right. a lot of times they are just freak accidents, like the littler ones. But this is, like, you know, this is just part of a danger of this job. Right, right. So, um, BP says that, Originally, they estimated that about a thousand gallons of oil were leaking into the ocean per day from the well. That's like so much. The U.S. government 
found that at its peak, about 60,000 gallons of oil was leaking into the Gulf of Mexico. So they were, like, covering it up, basically? Well, yeah. So BP is, like, trying to make it not as big of a deal as... Because, like, oil spills happen all the time. But, like, this is a fucking big oil spill. This is a huge rig. This is a big oil spill. So every single rig has a fail-safe called the blowout preventer. So essentially, exactly what happened, it will just cut the... Um, it has like these m- mechanisms in it that will just cut the line and it will, um, so that oil can't escape, but it also can't like, like if the rig were to fall or like something were to go off the rig, it can cut that part. I don't know. So it's, it's a blow up preventer where there's blades that cut through the pipe. Okay. And I think that down at enough pressure, there's like... At the bottom of the ocean, the oil wouldn't, like, shoot up to the top. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Like, it would just, like, slowly leak out and they could handle it maybe better. Yeah. This is, like, a pipe designed to, like, gravity-wise suction oil up. fast and up. Yeah. So there's, like, a lot of pressure and yes. other things going on. And I think if you had that much oil, like, shoot up into a fire, that would be really bad. Yeah. So the fire's not anything to do with the oil, but, like... But, yeah. Right, but if you, like, throw a bunch of oil into a fire, it would be bad. Yeah, so if a a blowout preventer happens, they cut the So that keeps the oil underneath the water. Yeah, and there's there's enough pressure at the bottom where it might, like, like, suffocate. It's not as strong of a leak. Yeah, or pulling it upward through that, like, vacuum, like, pipe. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's what the... Every rig has one of those. Right. And it worked in this case, or it did it not? It did not. It did not go off. Okay. Because um, the oil is still spilling out. Yes. Okay. Uh, a forensic analysis of the mechanism the following year found that it couldn't do its job because the, like, the fire and the hot, the heat pressure inside the pipe um, caused it to bend, and, oh. like, that's why it started to capsize, and the blades couldn't cut a bent mm. pipe. Wow. Um, but another report said that it's possible that the explosion actually triggered the blade too early. And so, like, the blade didn't do its actual job of, like, it, like, I don't really know exactly what that thing is. But, um, it, like, actually just ended up puncturing the pipe and increasing the problem. Right, because now the oil has more pressure. Yeah, because the pipe has more pressure, it, like, couldn't get all the way through, and so it has, like, this puncture hole as well. So it, like, didn't do its job fully, and it, like, punctured it as well. So it's just adding to the problem. Um, So the oil spill started... So the explosion happened on um, April 20th, 2010. Um, It sank on April 22nd, which is when they started, like... It started pouring oil into the ocean. In May, so this is the next month, they're trying to place a contaminant dome over the oil spill because there's still just oil pouring into the ocean. Yeah. Um, but the gas, because the gas is coming from a place where there's a ton of hydrogen, it's so buoyant that they can't get a spill guard over it all. Oh, it's like a fucking, like, geyser almost. Yeah, like, they can't, like, scoop it. You know those, like, yeah. scoopy spill things? Yeah. That you, like, imagine on, like, from the back. It looks like a parachute, kind of. Yeah. They couldn't do it because it was just, like, it's just, like... Right, it's like trying to push a fucking, like, uh, boogie board under the water. Right. Yeah, so it's not, like, catching any oil or, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's not doing its fucking job. Um, so in June, they attempted to install a lower marine riser package, um, 
and essentially that is lowered into place to cover the damaged blade thing. So where that was happening, it would just be lowered into place and where there was oil pouring out. So that, like, didn't... But it would... um, They would lower it into place and it would start collecting, like, siphoning out oil from the source of the oil spill. Okay. So they can collect oil before it even, like... Gets into the ecosystem. Yeah, hopefully. So... It allowed BP to start collecting 15,000 um, gallons of oil per day rather than it entering the ocean. Um, eventually, this would be able to increase to them. Like They like got a system where it was able to siphon off about 25,000 gallons of oil per day. And that, BP's still saying that yeah, there's only 1,000 right. making a day? That's such bullshit, dude. Yeah, so it's very clear that they're like misleading their shareholders. They're like yeah. trying to keep this. But like then they're, when they have to... like start having, like, wins, they're saying, like, oh, we're siphoning off all this yeah. shit. Um, Look at all this stuff we've already done to help the situation. Yeah. And that I didn't even tell you was as bad as it was. So, at this point, the oil is starting to spill. It's July. They remove the um, LMRP because the oil spill is starting to slow. And, but nearly 5 million barrels of oil have been spilled into the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And only about, with this method, only about 800,000 gallons of it had been, um, like, siphoned out. Wow. So, literally nothing. In, like, a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, September is when they finally put the bottom kill procedure into place. They essentially pump a ton of um, concrete over the hole. Okay. And... Um, they covered it to make sure no more oil would escape, and they just kept covering it. And then a second layer is put into place, and they were able on September 19th to say that the oil well is completely sealed and it's no longer leaking. It happened in April? It happened in April, and this is finally September 19th. Oh my god, that's crazy. That's so long, Yes, dude. dude it's so long. And imagine 60,000 a day. Yeah. And think about working at fucking BP. Yeah, and dude. that would fucking suck. Four months of straight hell. Yeah. So... It's a fucking disaster, to say the absolute least. And everyone's like, what the fuck are we going to do? So nearly 60,000 square miles of, uh, like, this Gulf of Mexico was affected by oil. Okay. That's a fuck ton. They had to pour 1.8 million gallons of dispersant also into the area. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, which which is kind of cool because it includes, like, bacteria that feeds on, like, the natural gases in Mm -hmm. oil. So it's, like... It's kind of cool, but it's not naturally that present in the ecosystem. So, right. again, it fucks up the ecosystem. And 1.8 million gallons of it. Um, obviously, like, fishing closes because they're scared the fish are contaminated and it's dangerous um, in the Gulf of Mexico. So that changes the whole fucking, um, like, tour- like, tourism industry. and industry yeah. of fishing. And then President Obama enacts a moratorium of offshore oil drilling um, as they try to clean up Deepwater Horizon spill, which left about... Wait, why are they calling it that? Did we ever get to the bottom of that? That's just, like, what the rig was called, like, named. Deepwater Horizon. Deepwater Horizon. They name them like they do, like, ships or something? I think so, yeah. Um, So, it left about 12,000 people out of a job because there's so many people working on oil. Right. Huge. Right things like this so it was lifted actually early in october once they like got this fucking thing stopped and it created a large push for people to stop like offshore drilling and look for oil like either domestically and even like choose domestic oil over international oil okay so this like so that's like 
I mean, you can't really say a benefit, but, like, a big push was, like, this happening made us realize, like, oh, fuck, they've been doing this for a long time, and this is, like, really not safe. Right, and like, we shouldn't be fucking doing this in the first place. Yeah. Like, people can die, it ruins industries, it's horrible for the environment. It, yeah. Like, the list goes on and on, and the only thing that, like, I, sorry, I'm about to go on a rant about, like, <laughs> no, you're fine, but, but, like, but, like, in 2010, people didn't know, like, the extensive parts of offshore drilling unless you were like part of the industry right and that's like, like my parents part. probably like, wouldn't have known that right like and i i'm not blaming for like a normal citizen to know that but it's just like annoying that like scientists for so long have like ecologists and environmentalists um have like known these things and nobody fucking listens because it doesn't match up with the company's like bottom line right which is like making money it just is like it's just like horrible yeah yeah, it's really bad. I gotta stop talking about it because I could go like off about it forever. But. <laughs> and now, like the oil is like losing its buoyancy, like hydrogen's like going into the air, like right because there's a chemical reactions happening constantly with that much like oil in right. the water and in the so ecosystem. it's sinking. So there's it, there's some places where there was like a couple inches thick of oil just covering the seafloor. Ew, that's disgusting. Did someone like feel it? Like I wonder what that feels like. Feels so, like. The Coast Guard and EPA are an EPA <laughs> lead a bunch of campaigns to clean up the water. BP alone sets aside twenty billion dollars as a cleanup effort, which is like, and it like it's like gone by like twenty thirteen. But all the oil? No, no, no. The twenty billion dollars. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say that doesn't seem they should be fucking fined. Oh, about five hundred billion dollars. They were. In the past ten years, though, BP and its drilling partners have spent nearly seventy one billion dollars on. Um, clean up conservation and making like good on this huge fuck up. Yeah, they should have to make probably more than that. Like yeah. I just am seventy. They, like, like yeah. they did take responsibility for it, even though they are leasing this thing. Right. Technically, it's not like their company. But, but I think that when you like, you probably sign a bunch of contracts. Yeah, right? I'm sure that when you, I don't know the legalities I mean, I necessarily signing that contract yeah of like, being like but you are responsible for the decision making of the rig then right because it's like essentially your property now right okay. right you're leasing it you're not just like yeah like transocean it. built it but like bp is like profiting from this fucking right thing. and if you lease a car and then crash it you, you have to pay, pay for, for it, it yeah not the car company yeah so um Legally, there was some evidence of oversight. Um, certain things were showing indication that they're not working correctly and, like, not up 100% to par. And they were not taken care of. So, in that moment, they it could have been totally different. Um, B, like I said, BP did have to take responsibility, even though they leased it. Um, so, they pled guilty to the um, DOJ to 11 counts of manslaughter for seven lives. Or the 11 lives yeah. that they lost that day. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not even, like... Like, people forget that, too. Like, there was, like, 11 people who died Died. because of simple oversight. And I think once... We've talked about this before, like, complacency, like... Right. You're going to get pissed about this next part. Okay. Okay, so Halliburton, which is, like, the manufacturers of the BOP, the, like, slicey thing. That's the name I remember from all this. Like, that name sticks out to me. Halliburton. Halliburton. Yeah. Being one that, like, when I would hear people talk about it, like, on the news, like, from that time, I just remember hearing that name a lot. Yeah, so they they, like, manufacture that. They pled guilty to destroying evidence in a criminal investigation. Why? Because there's evidence that their employees knew that they weren't working correctly, and um, they destroyed that evidence 
to make it look a little bit different. And they were only like they, like, fined. Like, the data and shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. And they only paid out a $200,000 settlement. What? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, like, scary. Yeah. It's just, like, ugh. Um, mm. So BP and Transocean would continue to pay billions of dollars in damages to local companies and federal ones. They were banned from creating any offshore contracts for five years. Okay. Which cuts their market value, like, basically in half. Yeah. So they're spending all this money. They don't have a... <laughs> but now to... nobody can have an offshore contract, right? Because it's banned. What? Like, nobody offshore drills anymore, though, right? I think people do, so... But didn't Obama make it illegal? Is no, it's a... Said? No, no, no. It's He did a moratorium about, like, the amount and, like, how big the rigs Oh, he didn't and, put like... an end to it. And he it did lift... A... It did lift in October of that year. The same year? Yeah. So we're back to fucking business as usual? Yeah, I mean, obviously this changed a lot. A bit, month like, after the fucking oil spill gets cleaned up, they can just go all... They're not... It's not cleaned up. But they... <laughs> I'm mad. But they also had to pay out this huge settlement because they weren't truthful to their shareholders about the magnitude of the spill. So they yeah. were, like, in shareholder meetings saying, like, oh, yeah, we have, like, a small spill going on, even though this was, like, a, this is the biggest oil spill of all time. Oh, my God. So, environmental crisis. Sad. Really sad. Um... Thousands of animals died, including fish, marine mammals, and birds. Marine mammals like dolphins and whales got stranded because they were blocked by, like, massive amounts of oil. Um, So they found that nearly, like, 1,400 whales and dolphins were thought to have been stranded, which is, like, a small percentage of the animals that died. Um, Birds were probably most affected by the spill. The brown pelican population was completely... Or... 12% 12% of the brown pelican population was wiped out, and they were on the endangered species list. Um, even pelicans that migrated from Minnesota, like, migrated from Minnesota to, like, the south had traceable amounts of material that could be traced back to the oil spill. So, like, that they were eating, like, parts of the ecosystem that had oil in it. It um, affects the world when something right. like this happens. Yeah, so it just, like, the Environmental Protection Agency was saying, like, there's there's pelican eggs in Minnesota and Illinois and Iowa that contain contaminants from this oil spill. Right. Like it affects like, that's another thing I think a lot of people forget is that the whole world is connected. When you do one thing, it affects literally everything in the ecosystem. Yeah. There's like so many different cascading effects that like are more important than just that one isolated event. Right. And so like the, so I like birds huge, obviously. And then turtles, it's actually, Estimated that nearly sixty-five thousand turtles have died in. Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> have died due to effects of the oil spill, um, because literally everything that they do is a, was affected by it. Yeah. Where they lay their eggs on the shorelines, like um, the food that they eat, um, their contact with water was directly affected. So. Ten years later, fishing in the Gulf of Mexico still does show show evidence of contamination and um polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons so just like that's oil basically yeah that's what the oil's made of yeah so the fish that they're fishing and then even though offshore drilling has a huge impact on the environment there's a lot of contaminant capability that's wait oh so like because of this a lot of these offshore drilling um companies that do offshore drilling have all these fail safes and containment 
like capabilities now because if something were to happen like this again it would fucking like it'd be an even bigger deal because there's yeah. still scars on like the ecosystem everywhere. right like now every they have to be even more careful because they can't handle another one of these yes like it's already happened we can't do that again yeah so to end on a slightly good note literally you cannot like say that there this was like a good thing that happened because not a lot of good things happened but right. um the bad truly does outweigh the good in this situation and it's, yes. it would downplay the importance of this event if you like tried to say that there was a happy ending but i get that you're there's like is a silver lining in every moment. yes so um yeah it's really fucking sad but um even though it wiped out so many animals um people now like pour money into conservation efforts yeah. that they wouldn't have normally done before that so like there was a lot of groups that were made and a lot of, and nearly 30,000 like average Americans volunteered to help clean up shit. So, and like oil on the beaches and in the marshes and swamps of like Louisiana and all that kind of thing. Like, like 30,000 people like stepped up and were able to do that, which is fucking cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, just, and the brown pelican was recently delisted from the endangered species list. Yeah. So, like some silver lining obviously this is really 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 bad but i like didn't know any of this yeah no me either and it's it's a lot i'm gonna link um a do something like link to take action Mm -hmm. if you want to like donate or something to like reputable yeah conservation of like this area hell yeah i love that but, like, they still see contaminants and stuff like that, which is fucking sad. Yeah, this, like, changes the ecosystem in that place pretty much forever. Like, it, yeah. I don't know, it just... It's really sad. It's very, very sad. But and you now you know what happened when we were I in do. middle school. That was really... I was, like, very into that story. I don't know if you could tell <laughs> the whole time. I was, like, sitting here, like, like, my no. mouth being open. I was, like, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Ugh. Well... I'm kind of sad now. Oh, gosh. Well, That'll be fine. We're about to talk about holes. Holes. Let's go, match. Like I can use holes. something in this hole. <laughs> I actually am so hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to edit like, that out. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. Dude. I might need something in her holes. Uh, okay. I gotta go. Want to match? Yeah, let's match. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? We're back. With another segment. <laughs> I just snotted. I didn't blow my nose. Oh, yum. Oh. I have one singular tissue right here. Okay. Great. I won't blow it because it's really disgusting if I do that in the microphone. Allergy sufferers unite. <laughs> okay. All right, let's talk about a hole. Holy shit. Let's. <laughs> yes. It's actually Mel's hole. I thought you were saying bells. No, so Mel's. I'm glad that I can see this in writing. M E L's. M E L S. M E L's. M E L's. Okay. Each one of these that we do in consecutive, because we're only like we're not even halfway through, are gonna get just like messier and messier. Yeah, I know. Okay, we held it together pretty well for the first one. I know. That was like a serious topic. Yeah. God damn it, this hole is serious too. It, yeah. Well, you'll see. <laughs> okay. The first time the nation learned of Mel's Hole was on February 2nd, 1997. 
So neither of us were born yet. No. (laughs) No, absolutely not. She's just lying. Okay. I was almost born. No, you were cooking. I was hard cooking. Yeah, you were. I was in my final stages of cooking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A man named Mel Waters appeared on a radio talk show called Coast to Coast. That was hosted by Art Bell via phone call. So he called into this radio show. We should do that. Yeah. Someone should call in here. Yeah, if you guys want to call in, my phone number is. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, The show was about different topics that usually contain paranormal or conspiracy theory themes. Ooh, fun. So it was a little out there show, like, ooh, I got a talk show about conspiracy theories, and it's 1997, and I have a mullet. Even though the mullets are popular in the 80s. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Um... On the you guys show. are fucking creeps. So this show is still on today, and this is, I think this is Art Bell. I don't know who that is, is, but this is like the current host, the one on the far left. All right, well. It seems like Norm something, I think. I wouldn't be surprised if any of these guys were in a mugshot. Yeah, they're like scary. Yeah. These, really these headshots did not do them justice. Also, no. who was the photographer here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Go to the show notes. You can see him. Yes. So on the show, Mel claims that he has found a hole near his property in Ellensburg, which is a town in K- Kittius, Washington. What? Kittius County. So this is like Kittius County. This is Ellensburg. It's just like a fucking hole he found. Yeah. So okay. just listen about the hole. I haven't even explained it yet. Okay. On his, on his property, you said? Or it near was it? Like on his property. I think he's like had like a lot of land. Like. Perfect. You know, people just have like acres and acres of land. Like. And so he, like, explores his property. Oh, yeah. And he found this whole... That'd be something you would have fun doing. Yeah, like, someday it would be fun to have, like, 20 acres of land. But, like, in a wooded area, not, like, a farm, obviously. Yeah, we had 20 acres, or 27 acres by our cabin. Yeah. So you owned a lot of that land. That's, like, cool. Yeah, and it was actually kind of fun, but I would walk about 500 feet into it, and that was it. I was like, I'm too scared. (laughs) Yeah. Some people, though... They explore. I get a little, um, like, gator. Yeah. And, like, drive it yeah. around. Yeah. So I'm Mel was doing that. hanging out of your mouth. Yeah. My yeah. shirt off or something. <laughs> Drinking a fucking beer. <laughs> okay. Mel's doing that. Mel is doing in that. In Washington. In Washington. So, and he finds this fucking hole on his property. But it's, like, nine miles his out of town. His name's Melvin? Mel. <laughs> well, in the beginning, did you say his name was Melvin? No, I said Mel Waters. Oh, okay. <laughs> this whole time. It's not. Okay, continue. Okay. <laughs> I will. He stated that he tried to measure the depth of the hole, because Mel's a little scientific yeah, guy. Yeah, why, Mel though? likes to do little experiments. Okay. Because he, like, just needs to know about it. <laughs> why? Mind your business. Well, it's on his property, so he's like, what the fuck is this hole? Like, it's on well, my property. Well, what if it was, like, a fucking animal's hole, and they, like, mind your business? Well, he knew it wasn't an animal's hole, because they <laughs> had, like, thrown stuff down it. Oh, and they okay. never heard it hit the bottom. Oh, fuck yeah. This is a deep yeah. asshole. Okay. Yeah. He said that he took a string that was 80,000 feet long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I don't have and he tied to it. To, uh, he tied a weight to one end. Perfect. And he threw it down the hole, and all 80,000 feet were used, and it still hadn't hit. He didn't hear it hit the bottom. Why would he hear it? If it was 80,000 well, feet down. Did, like, it didn't hit the bottom. So, like, where, like, the string was still there. Yeah. Well, what if it was, like, 4,000 feet and it just coiled? 
I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, this is 1997. They don't know about that. <laughs> well, they don't have a camera. I don't know. Like, what an idiot. <laughs> he is an idiot. Okay. okay? No, I agree. Also, like, it, can you ever get 80,000 feet of rope? Like, yeah, that's, where did he buy that? That's why I had to fucking slice my tongue because I was like, <laughs> because. <laughs> Tongue, oh, bro. Oh my tongue. I had to slice my tongue. <laughs> I had to bite my tongue. <laughs> I had to bite my tongue because I was thinking, where the fuck did you get 80,000 right. things of string? Right. Where did he get it? I don't know. The string He's, factory? Well, I'm thinking maybe he could get like 10,000 feet and then he would just tie them together. Well, maybe. Like yeah. eight. He bought like eight, like an eight pack. Why did he just land on 80,000? He's like, I don't know. Maybe that's all he could get. Maybe that's the biggest commercially graded sized rope you can buy. I don't fucking know. I, me and Mel, not off to a good start. Well, okay. Mel, (laughs) listen to this evidence, okay? Okay. Mel is now claiming that the hole has magical properties. Perfect. Alice in Wonderland. So here's the thing this hole had been used as like a trash, like people around town basically use this hole as like a trash chute. What? And they would just throw shit in there that they didn't need anymore. How big was the colon circumference? I'm imagining it being like this. No, big. it's big. Oh, okay. It's like a big hole. Because <laughs> people would put like people put like farming equipment in it. <laughs> it was like a pit, but yeah. you couldn't see the bottom, so it was yeah. a hole. Yeah, like a hole like that, it'd be more. You'd think like, oh, it could be deeper than a big asshole. Yeah, like a little yeah. hole, but like no, this was a big hole. Yeah, like at least like ten feet wide. Holy fuck! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can't mind. <laughs> no, like you got to figure out what the fuck is, and you can't hear anything when you scream into it. Like you can't hear it echo, and you can't hear it. Ew, anything hit the ground I don't when like you drop that. it. So, but he also says it's magical, and he claims that his neighbor had a dog who died. I don't know how. Sad. And so they threw it. They didn't know what to do with it. And so they threw it into the hole. Oh, my God. That's fucked up. Okay, yeah. Listen to this. Like, let's just throw Sparky into the fucking <laughs> hole, I guess. <laughs> I know. Like, what I, else do we do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, like, a weird, like, an, people are weird up in those hills yeah. of Washington and Oregon yeah. and shit. Like, there's some weird shit that goes yeah. on there. I don't judge. But a little while later, unspecified amount of time later. The neighbor claims that he saw the dog running around alive, and it had its collar on, so he knows it was the same dog. Okay, what so it was like a pet another... cemetery situation. Yeah. Have you ever seen pet cemetery? No, but I watched it with like a. I used to work at a hospital, and I watched it like with a patient once. <laughs> okay, that sounds fun. weird. Uh, I was at work. I was on the clock. It wasn't like a um, special thing. <clears throat> Here's the thing. There can't be other dogs. It had its collar on, dude. What if it... Oh. Nala's collar, I've seen a lot of Okay, people. but you're in the middle of rural Washington. Like, you know your neighbors. It's like a small town. Yeah, well, it probably wasn't dead. It, like, fucking was like, what the fuck? But they don't know where the bottom of this fucking pit is, dude. So they don't know Here's the bottom is. that no matter so what... So the dog didn't climb out. It's 80,000 feet down. <laughs> or it could be... A hundred feet down, <laughs> and the rope just coiled. Okay, well, keep listening. And the farming equipment is sitting down there. <laughs> but it's so like, dark. Like, the dog, like, fucking just smacks on It, like, the... rides a tractor back up. Oh, that's a movie. Yeah. 
Okay, so it's a magical. Magical. Mel called into the radio station. Because, okay, after this, people heard this, and they were like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. And the listeners of this podcast, or uh, it was basically a podcast, the 1997 mm-hmm. version. It was a radio show. Um, they, like, the listeners obviously liked to hear about, like, conspiracy theories and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, like, really grabbed onto this story. They yeah. were like, what the fuck is going on with that hole? Yeah. Why does someone, like, descend down it? Right. Well, this is Mel. He doesn't have anyone, like, he doesn't have a lot of money to, like, <laughs> he do experiment. Yeah, he threw the dog down there. <laughs> and it came back up, and that's scary. So now he's calling in about it. I think maybe, like, he's like, I want to do more experiments. I don't really know what the yeah, point like, of him calling in about this is. It's like, just, do you have someone that will scale this hole? Yeah, I need $50,000 to, like, scale this hole. So, and you'll see why, like, we'll just keep listening here. So, he called in the radio show in 2000 and 2002. And they also rebroadcasted not only his, like, original episode, but, like, subsequent, like, the other two that he did, too. Like, it became, like, a pretty popular story on this radio show. fuck. So, like, on, like, Christmas, like... You'd, like, listen to this? Well, I don't know if it was on Christmas, but days where, like, they didn't produce a new episode. They would oh. like, re-broadcast old ones, like, on TV. Yeah. Like, a rerun. Like, the best of. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, his was in there. So, it Christmas. is also noted. I was like, why is it? Well, like, I, like, yeah, I get you it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, it is also noted in these episodes that the whole gave people grave or negative feelings. And Mel also said that animals would avoid it at all costs. Like, they would not go near the hole. Well, yeah, they just saw a dog get fucking, fucking chucked in it. Right. Well, Mal's dog wouldn't even go with him to look at the hole. Well, yeah. Um, birds will not fly directly over it. They'll only fly around it. Oh, okay. Um, no small animals like chipmunks or squirrels are even seen near the hole at all. And it's stated that the only sign of animals being by the hole was various piles of bones, like, scattered around the area. That is sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking gross. <laughs> That's so nasty. <laughs> when asked why more people weren't talking about this, Mel stated that everyone in the community knew about it, like I said, and had been using it just as like a dumpster, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and like they never thought, dogs. they never questioned why it never filled up. They were just like, okay, like, this is the hole. We chuck shit in. Dude. I That is... That is the part that's, like, a little weird. Yeah. Like, why isn't this, like, national media news? Yeah. Like, what's up with this hole? You're so, just fucking throwing shit down it. Like, big stuff. And that's what I'm saying is, like, like you don't just, like, like these adults are acting like small children with right. pennies. Right. Right. They're like, let's just chuck something down it. Yeah, so Mel's done other experiments. Mel is just a, a scientist. He's yeah. a forward thinker. Yeah, of course. So he, he has screamed into the hole and not heard any echo, only silence. Well, if a bear shits in the woods, does not actually happen? <laughs> no, Emily. <laughs> if a bear shits in the woods, does it actually happen? I don't know, everyone. <laughs> Reel me that. But, like, <laughs> I know what you're if trying he's to say. standing there alone, no dogs will go near it, people. But you know how when you yell into a cave, you can hear an echo? Yeah, yes. Like, that's the point, is he's trying to make, is, like, there's not an echo, <laughs> it's, like, a vacuum. I know, but, like, fuck. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly he's fucking making that up. Okay, well, listen to this. And also, 
even if he can't see the bottom, if it's like close enough to him, like 50 feet, it would echo, bro. I don't know if it would. It's dirt. Caves echo. Caves are rock. Yeah, but it's 80,000 feet down. You're in the rock at this point. You don't know. Just let me read more evidence. If a bear shits in the woods, does it actually? actually? (laughs) Tweet that right now with a question mark. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, That's like, okay, if you guys follow the Twitter, plug follow us on Twitter, and you see any weird quotes on there. (laughs) That's just random shit that we laugh at and say when we're chonked. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, So he also brought his radio to the edge of the hole. (laughs) Played music into it. <laughs> and it's an like, early JBL. On. Yeah, he brought the JBL over. He it's stuck like, it over the hole. It's like when you put your phone in a cup. Basically, that's <laughs> what he was trying to do. Yeah. And he said the music changed to something of like from a decade ago. Was yeah. a different song. Yeah, I bet it did. I bet it fucking did. Emily, come on, dude. This is crazy. Dude. Seriously. <laughs> Emily, seriously. This guy is doing all these experiments on this hole, and you're not respecting it. Okay. He's really working hard I, to figure he, out what's in this hole. Well, he's the only one that seems to give a fuck, so <laughs> good for him. <laughs> Literally, why aren't more, like, scientists? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about okay. it. Just hold on. <laughs> it doesn't end there. Not only does this hole exist... But someone in the community, not in his community, but in the, like, coast-to-coast community, mm-hmm. called Mel and told him about an entirely different hole in Nevada. So Mel goes to Nevada to see this pit. I think it's called the Devil's Pit or something. Mm-hmm. That's what he called it. And he ran an experiment at this pit in which he took a full bucket of ice and tied a string around it and lowered it 1,500 feet into the hole. Then he brought the bucket back up and all the ice was melted, the water was warm, and it seemed to wick moisture out of the air. What does that mean? Like it took all the moisture out of the air. Oh. Even so much that at one point a fire caught in the, like the water started on fire. What? (laughs) That's fucking scary. He needs to stay away from these fucking holes. Mel has also said that at this hole, there is a weird species of bird circling the hole, and then he tried to shoot one with a gun. <laughs> and, it, and it ricocheted. The bullet ricocheted off it. Like a steel thing? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Dude, I don't like that. There's a weird species of bird. Nobody else in Nevada has seen it, aside from this, like, tunnel into the sky. I don't know, dude. I don't know what, what these birds are. I'm just saying. You know what would be even scarier? If you said it was on the exact... Like longitude latitude on the other side of the earth. Like it was oh, like, like, like right oh, it was a hole in the <laughs> it was earth. Like a fucking hole. Oh I fuck. Would, I would have barfed on the floor. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. That would be scary. <laughs> so okay, I wanna make a warning right now. This part is a little graphic, what I'm about to say. Are you lying? No. <laughs> God damn it. So hold on to your seat. Perfect. So he's now back in Washington at his original hole. He's back with the hole he knows and loves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> I know, I conceded your face. Okay. I think whole jokes are so funny. Yeah, it's anyway. funny. So, this part is not funny. He got a crane and brought it next to the hole, and cr- he got a sheep. One of wait, his sheep. Wait, 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 wait. A crane. Like a bird. Oh, okay. Like a, I was thinking a bird crane. No, like a machine. The okay. crane. 
Then he took a live sheep and lowered it into the hole. Why? <laughs> because he wanted to see what would happen, like if something sheep. was in there. Yeah. yeah. So apparently the, te- the sheep was so terrified of going into the hole that he had to tranquilize it to get it like Okay, sad. It doesn't want to do that. <laughs> I, yeah, this is graphic. He then took the sheep, lowered it into the hole, and when he brought it out, he realized the sheep had been cooked from the inside out. What does that mean? It was dead. The sheep was dead. How does he know it was cooked from the inside out? Because he cut it open. He did, like, an autopsy on it. I know, but how, like, why couldn't it be cooked from the outside in? He said that's what it looked like, because the outside looked normal, but then when he opened up the sheep, it was, like, cooked in there. Yuck. Yeah. It's gross. And it's very graphic. I'm so sorry for everyone who had to listen to that. So, so it's hot as dicks down it's there. It's really hot, but it's like, um, you know how like a microwave cooks things from the inside out? Like it boils the water yeah. inside of the molecules. Anyway. Um, so like I said before, Mel had been on the show a couple times over the years, but there was a semi-large break in between his first and second appearances on the, via the phone. Mm-hmm. Mel says that this is because one day he was walking to the hole, presumably to do one more of his experiments, and it was approached by two government officials who were walking, like, the opposite direction from the hole, basically. You know what I'm saying? hmm They stated that there had been a plane crash on his property and that he was not permitted to go any further. Mel went, no fucking way. I don't believe you. I didn't hear any plane crash. My dogs are acting normal. Like, you're fucking lying. I didn't yeah. see any plane. No planes ever fly over this area. Like, you're fucking lying. And they're like, okay, you're right. How about this? We will buy this. We will lease this land from you. So we'll rent your land for $250,000. But you have to leave the country. Why does he have to leave the country? That's Because he can't even be, like, because they don't know what's in this hole. And they don't want him, like, telling everyone about it. Oh, my God. So Mel agreed. Dude. (laughs) He took the money and ran. As I would. And so he went to Australia. Then he, like, came back after a few years and was like, hey, guys, sorry. It's been so long since you heard from me. I was in Australia. Holy fuck. Yeah. And he told that story? They didn't make him sound like an NDA? I guess not. I don't know. Well, he's a truth seeker, so. Yeah. Um, He decided to return, and when he got there, he claimed that the government told him that he had not leased the land, but they had actually purchased it from him. Like, they bought his land. And they don't have to give it back because, you know that, like, constitution amendment where it's, like, the government can buy your land if they pay you for it? Yeah. And they can just seize it? Like, that's what they said. They were like, nope, this is ours now. We own this land. And all of his former neighbors told him that the the area near his land had been guarded by black vans and helicopters. Because they were, like, doing experiments and shit in there. Oh, fuck yeah. That's what I need to know. That's, these are the people I want to be. Yeah. A helicopter, I'm in. Yeah. So, what do you think about all this? What do I think? I'm not super happy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't like... I dislike this story from the minute the dog was thrown down there. Yeah. Because, okay, truth seekers kind of freak me out because they do come up with, like, like reasonable... um, experiments but not ones that like actually have any like viable like truth to them sometimes so like yeah like i just said uh, if you dropped a weight with eighty thousand things of rope it could fit in a hole like that right even if it wasn't that deep right so what if i told you that all of that was made up 
all this shit. Yeah. Yeah, that would it not surprise me. It's all bullshit. And this... Is he in a asylum? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about it. <laughs> so, this story has been called the... This hole has been called the Bigfoot. Um, yeah. Um, weird holes. <laughs> <laughs> Are there all... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's what I read on the website I got this information from. <laughs> yeah. So this actually did happen. This guy did call into this radio show. He said all of this. This is all the things he's claimed over the years. No one has ever been able to verify that anyone named Mel Waters has ever lived in that area of Washington. They can't find property records. They can't find the lease paperwork. They can't find his voting records. They can't find medical records. So who was that third guy on the thing? On what thing? No. Is that him? No. This is the, a different host of this show. Oh. This was the only graphic I could find. Oh. So, so I, like, they don't have, like, a picture of him? No. Like, there's okay. never been a picture. He called into the radio station. Right. So, like, they haven't even, I don't think, verified that he even, like, any of this is true. People have gone and looked for the hole, and they can't find it. Literally, if you are doing this, get a fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> okay? This is so stupid. <laughs> So, also, according to geologists, this phenomenon would be most likely, like, completely impossible. Right. Because, so, we're going to learn about a guy named Jack Powell. I don't have a picture of him. Okay. But he's a state geologist in Washington, Mm -hmm. and he's from that county, Kittyus County. Love it. And when he, he heard the original radio show segment. He said, fuck off. No, he was really intrigued. And he thought that he knew where it was. He was like, I know a hole like this. In the county. He was like, it's actually a mine shaft. Because I think, eco- oh. like, he's a um, geologist, so I think he does a lot of, like, land surveying and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, a mine shaft? He, that he's like, sense. I think it's a mine shaft. But then, as the story kept going, he knew that it was bullshit. And this guy, like, probably just based it off this. But there's no way any of this could actually be true information because, right. like, it could just could not be 80,000 feet deep. Yeah. Like, it just, that's impossible. So, you like, just said, remember in the last one, we literally were just talking about how, like... 80,000 feet is a fuck time. Right. Think about, like, all the problems they have yeah. with the pressure and everything at 40,000 feet. Right. Like, half of it. And also, here's a question, though. So, the whole community, like, they asked the community... No, and- they could never find anyone to corroborate his story. Oh. So, he was just saying, like, everyone no knows one else, about this. Yeah, no one else ever came forward, like, they oh. never... He just made it all up, basically, for attention, I think. See, this... But it, like, took hold. Yeah, like, it probably did take hold because nobody sits around. I cannot... It's just fucking weird. <laughs> like... Yeah. So, the deepest mineshaft ever created was only a little deeper than 12,000 feet. Right. So that's, like, an eighth of the total distance. And the deepest cavern that has ever been found in that area is 7,000. That's what I'm saying. So even if it was a naturally occurring, like, whatever. The deepest hole ever drilled, and it was Mm man-made, was in Russia, and it was over for a little over 40,000 feet. That's how far they were able to get. That's what I'm saying, is you literally... Like, can't go down there that deep. Yeah, it would just be, like, gas and, like... Yeah. Like, it'd be way too hot for any tool. And think about all the pressure Pressure, on the stuff on top of it. So... Powell said, like, especially with the type of, like, strata that's in that area... They could not support a hole that deep, and it would collapse in on itself. Yeah. Like, the hole would, could not just, like, maintain itself. It would collapse. Yeah. And create, like, a sinkhole or That's something. That's what I'm saying. Like, this that rig that we were talking about was only 5,000 feet down. Like, it covered, right. like, 80,000, like, square feet or whatever, but it or 18,000 square feet, but it 
was only 5,000 right. feet into the ground. Right. So that's and a that 16th it, of the distance. Right. And it, like, capsized like that because there's so much, like, natural air. Right. But that's why, like, I, there's no pictures in this because it's all fucking made up. They could never verify any of them. <laughs> yeah. What a So you kept, like, asking douche. me questions about the hole, and I was like, uh. It's, like, what a big. fucking asshole. Yeah, he, like, lied. Okay, yeah. Literally get a life. And I think this show, like, I think I've heard other things about this show, is that they're kind of, like... They'll, like, pretty much hear anyone out. Yeah, hype, hype. And they'll, like, believe it. Like, mm-hmm. they'll, like, pretend like it's real. Kind of, like, not, I'm not, like, saying, like, Joe Rogan is like that, but it's kind of the same. Like, they hosted, like, a lot of alternative yeah. characters on there. Yeah. And they would give them a voice. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Mel's Hole. I've literally never heard of that, but that's so funny. Thank you. Okay, so, I think that wraps up this episode. Thanks for listening, friendos. Yeah, follow us on the socials. At Wanna Match Pod on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. Um, give us a rate of five stars on Apple or Spotify. And subscribe wherever you're listening. Yeah, okay. Love you all. We love you. See you later. Bye.